Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Highlights, courtesy of Jason Minetti. Lowlights courtesy of Jason Panetti. That's that's it. That ninth inning was your White Sox 2016, 17, 18, 19. And the bottom of the ninth was your White Sox 2020. Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rohde with you. Saturday suckage. And the top of the ninth certainly was suckage. And then the bottom of the ninth was just heroic stuff. And... The White Sox are tied for first place. Here to talk about that with us, Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. He joins us on the Alpamonte Ford hotline, Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. Josh, it's a pretty amazing thing. The White Sox rebuild effort, Yasmani Grandal, and the whole rundown thing in the top of the ninth and the home run in the bottom of the ninth. This has been one, one thrill ride that I think White Sox fans would love to see continue and they have to get used to the happy endings, but I think they are. Are they? Uh, I think so, because it was really odd, Steve, because as you mentioned, the 2018 Chicago White Sox showed up in the top of the ninth inning, and that was just a groan watching that play unfold. It was like, Abreu, what are we doing here? Okay, you're throwing, and it goes, if you five-hole Grandal, like, this is a disaster. And, of course, Grandal walks it off with the home run. Uh, to lead off the bottom of the ninth, and everything is fine. Uh, this White Sox team, after their doubleheader against St. Louis, a St. Louis team that didn't play for 17 days, they were flat, and they got swept in that doubleheader, and they were 10-11 and 11 on the season. Since then, the White Sox have won 10 of their last 11 games, and I understand a lot of those games were against teams that are not very good, like the Tigers, the Royals, and the Pirates. But I thought they passed a pretty big test against the Chicago Cubs. And they haven't slowed down since that series. You would think that in past White Sox years that there would have been a letdown against Pittsburgh 
Or maybe last night they don't win that game after being ahead 4-2 going into the seventh inning. But they find a way to lose. But having these veterans on the team, like Rondahl or even Dallas Keuchel as well, uh, has really changed as far as the clubhouse dynamic. And it seems like this team, even with their young players, are figuring out how to win these ball games, And it's been a very refreshing sight. Well, and sometimes we think when a, a team is just crushing home runs that their approach at the plate is not necessarily great, that they're just trying to hit the ball over the wall. But if you look a little bit more closely, like Lewis Robert, his home run last night is opposite field. It's a good at bat, taking a pitch and then crushing one to to right field. You had the Aloy Jimenez bomb. And then the at bat that I really liked last night was Johan Moncada in the seventh inning. A 3-2 mm-hmm. count. He eventually singles to make it 5-4 socks after I don't remember how many pitches the at bat was, but it was a good at bat. And I think Josh that that is something that is going to evolve that even these young thumpers are going to continue to have not just you know smash the ball but good at bats are you starting to see that as well yes and this is something that white Sox hitting coach frank medicino had been harping on this team in the beginning of the season where they were around 500 and not they're struggling to score runs against minnesota and cleveland A big part of that was they were hyper-aggressive early in the count. And if the ball left the hand, it just seemed like Abreu and Jimenez and Robert still, to this day, a degree, they were swinging automatically, especially with runners in scoring position where the White Sox were really struggling. Well, Medikino, I think, finally got to these guys. And now they're being a little bit more selective. I don't know if you want to say patient. They're not leading the league in walk rate. (laughs) <laughs> but they have a better understanding of what pitches they can crush. And especially when you got a power profile like Aloy Jimenez, and you can make it look so easy to go to opposite field with the home run. And then you, any left-handed pitcher dares throw a fastball inside. You, you can see what from last night what the type of damage Jimenez can do. He can go into the shrubbery yeah. in center field and then just crush you. And that's what these young hitters have to understand. Just because you can put the bat on the ball doesn't mean that's the pitch you need to swing at. You need to swing at the pitches that you can hit at an exit velocity of greater than 95 miles per hour. And you can hit at a certain launch angle where you can get an extra base hit or you can put the ball in the stands. And I think they're understanding that, Mark, and they're making that transition And it's a big reason why the White Sox are second in home runs hit in Major League Baseball, one home run behind the Los Angeles Dodgers. They lead the American League in that category, and their home run differential is now plus 30. They've hit 62 homers, and they've only allowed 32 homers as a pitching staff. And that's really sparked this turnaround for this White Sox team in 2020. And we saw it last year with the Minnesota Twins, who hit 307 home runs. You put the ball in the seats, you're going to win games. We're talking with Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. We are talking White Sox here. And as long as you brought up pitching, let's bring it up. Because those are the hot rumors regarding the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, we've heard Lance Lynn often. Uh, Mark Feinsend of MLB.com mentioned that rival executives are saying the Athletics and the White Sox expected to trade for a pitcher. John Morosi of MLB Network Mentioned Lance Lynn earlier this morning, and then more recently, Dylan Bundy 
of the Angels. Dylan Bundy is having himself a career this year. So what do you believe? What are you hoping for? At what price are you willing to go for it this year, Josh? Really good questions. Really good questions. My my target, if I was in the room with Rick Kahn advising him, would be Texas Rangers starter Lance Lynn. And the reason is, is that Lynn, just by looking at his stats, has been throwing the ball really well. He's got a sub-2 ERA. And he's doing a terrific job, especially with ba- runners on, on the bases right now. He's got like a left-on-base percentage above 90% which is ridiculous. There's nothing that scares you uh, as far as even the advanced metrics. His FIP is a little bit above three. uh, So the sub two ERA is believable. And as far as his stuff, I mean, it's a 95 mile per hour fastball and he's got this great cutter to pair with it. And you can count on him to get the ball every fifth day and give you at least a hundred pitches. He can go deep into games for you. And that's, that's where the White Sox need some help right now. Ronaldo Lopez and Dylan Cease are exciting arms. But it seems like when they get to the fourth or fifth inning, things start to really slow down for them. And you start wondering, do you need to make a change into the bullpen? And the White Sox, we don't know who's starting tomorrow yet, but there's really not even a fifth starter. So what this team would really like to have to finish out 2020 is a dependable third guy that can give the ball and they can trust can go at least six innings to help spare the bullpen. And I think Lance Lynn is that guy. Now, the thing about Lynn and Dylan Bundy, both are under team control for next year. And the one thing I think in the next 48 hours we're going to hear a lot about is GMs do not know if their bosses, the owners, are going to allow them to spend freely this upcoming offseason because of significant profit losses. And the White Sox might be in that situation because they spent a lot of money this offseason. And Jerry Reinstorf talked to Bob Nightingale and told Bob that, you know, significant profit losses in the nine figures yep. uh, for both the White Sox and the Bulls. So if Rick is going to be strapped for cash because his boss is not going to open up the checkbook like he did uh, this past winter, If he can add a Lance Lynn or Dylan Bundy, that helps take care of a need that the team has in 2021. So he's killing two birds with one stone if he decides to make that type of move. Is This helps me in 2020 to get to the postseason, maybe win the American League Central, and have a deep run into the playoffs. But this definitely helps me in 2021 to help shape out the starting staff and if Michael Kopech decides that he wants to play baseball in 2021, I still have starting pitching depth to figure out the back end of the rotation. But a Giolito, Keuchel, and Lynn to lead off the starting rotation, that looks pretty good. Right, and I, I've been saying, God bless him. I think that he's, there's still value in him down the road, just not this year. I'm done with Ronaldo Lopez, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's only because of the nature of this season. He is not hitting his spots. He is exactly the type of guy who you do not want pitching in a postseason where things can go no. wrong quickly. Do you agree with that? Am I am I being too dramatic on him at this you're, point? You're, you're not being dramatic, Mark. I, I think Ronaldo Lopez is toast as a starting pitcher. Like, we need to stop trying to make this happen. I understand that you try to make it happen last year. You're in a rebuilding year. 
But now as this team enters into their competitive window, you're just going to need to give up on guys. I mean, Carlos Rodon's another one. Is yeah. Carlos Rodon physically fit enough to be a starting pitcher? No. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know the answer to that, and I don't think he is. I mean, he's going to try to throw 60 pitches tomorrow in Schaumburg as he tries to ramp up and rejoin the team. So, I mean, these are some of the difficult conversations Rick Hahn has to have. And, you know, the one thing that every team that enters from going from rebuild and competitive mode, and the Chicago Cubs had to go through this too, is that the guys that you love as prospects, when it's time to win, you got to make some really difficult choices on them. And part of the reason why the White Sox are looking for starting pitching is because you cannot trust Ronaldo Lopez as a starting pitcher right now. Uh, so I think for for you, Mark, I'm in the same boat. If Lopez yeah. is still on this White Sox team, I think he's got to move to the bullpen where you have him throw an inning and hopefully that he could focus through that inning and provide you – a productive result, a positive result, but I don't think he's part of the White Sox starting pitching plans moving forward. Well, Mark hopes that, that that's the case, or at least for, for this year. And the idea of Giolito, Keuchel, and either Bundy or Lance Lynn, if you're looking at a playoff series, oh, my God, that's that's right there. Now, I don't know how they're going to hit because they're facing other teams' equally good rotations, but... I love that idea. I just love that. Uh, the, the growth I've seen and we've all seen in Giolito. And then what Keiko does is just exactly what you would hope to see. That would be a tremendous three in any kind of series to open up with it that would look good in the American League when you're going to be facing a DH no matter where you go. Don't you think and as good as the as good as the White Sox look like they're going to be in the next five to seven years with the base, this still might – you have to look at it as – this might be your best opportunity to get back to the World Series. Like, it may not happen ever again, and I, I get it. It prob- They probably will be in position, but, man, you got to figure out where to, to get some cash, get that money, and make, make a trade because this is you got to go for it right now if you're the White Sox. And, and I mean, I agree with both of you on this because watch what's happening in the East between the Rays and the Yankees. They have, they have great teams on the injured list. And some of these yeah, players it's like are a body back. count. It's a mash unit on both those in the American right. League East. Right. So we don't know. We don't know where teams are going to be health wise as we enter in the postseason. Like on paper, you may want to say, "Well, the White Sox are not as strong as the Yankees, so they shouldn't try too hard." But if the Yankees don't have Aaron Judge and John Carl Stanton in the middle of that lineup, well, now the dynamic certainly changes as far as the postseason <laughs> outlook for the White Sox and. Maybe you should try to push more chips into the middle, not necessarily go all in, but improve your odds. And, uh, Steve, you asked the question, who would you give up as far as somebody for, like, Lance Lynn? I don't think they're in the mood right now, the White Sox, to move Andrew Vaughn or Michael Kopech because those two have been part of their plans for a really long time. What about Dane Dunning? Well, Dane Dunning could be. Uh, they've gave him, they gave every team an opportunity to see what he could do on the major league level. And he pitched just as well as the number one pick Casey Mize did. And that might entice a team like Texas where, okay, we'll give you Lance Lynn, Dane Dunning. Congratulations. You are now part of our starting pitching staff. Mm. And they may include Jonathan Stever, who's got really great stuff. Uh, a fringe top 100 prospect, uh, depending on the prospect analyst that you talk to. 
really close as far as the breakthrough on those lists. Throws 95 to 98. Again, a, a power pitcher profile. He could be involved in talks. Uh, I've been hearing that the White Sox, if you want him, Micro Adolfo could be available because he may not be able to make the 40-man roster next year. A really interesting prospect. Teams know him very well because the White Sox signed him at 16. Uh, great physique. He's got a lot of power in the bat, but the, the injury history is kind of damning at this moment. Uh, can you stay healthy enough? It might be a worth enough flyer, but yeah, if you call up Texas and you offer Dunning, Stever, and Adolfo, is that enough to beat out the Atlanta Braves who might pick up the phone and call the Rangers and, and try to get Lance Lynn? Well, I don't I, know. Guys, I, 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 would, I, I would give up Andrew Vaughn in a heartbeat. And uh, and the reason I say that is a couple of reasons. You see, you got to bray you for a couple more years under his contract, and it appears that you will get maximum production out of him for a couple more years. And I do think you can find that type of player in the draft or throughout base. It's not that hard to find power-hitting, competent first baseman. And, yeah, I like the upside of Andrew Vaughn, where they drafted him and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I think of him, and you guys can tell me if you disagree, he seems to me to be expendable. I think with Vaughn, my idea, Mark, is you let Encarnacion go next year. He's got a club option for $12 million. And if I can't spend that $12 million, that's fine. I'll have Andrew Vaughn replace him, and can I keep some of that cash to bring James McCann back? That's kind of mm, like the mm, okay. the financial gymnastics that Rick Hahn's going to have to play this offseason. Jerry Reinsdorf says that you can't spend as much money as you did last year. Uh, so I, you're right. As far as the profile for Andrew Vaughn, you can find guys like Andrew Vaughn. But the thing about Andrew Vaughn is that he's cheap, really cheap. Yeah. for the next three to four years. And you may not find guys like him that are that cheap over the next three to four years. So that's why he's a, he's a bit valuable. Um, but that's kind of how I would go about it, and that's why I think the White Sox would keep Vaughn at the moment. He may be in their plans for next year to replace Encarnacion. That makes sense. All right, Josh, uh, great stuff. Love talking with you. Thank you for joining us. Look forward to talking to you again. I hope you have an eventful Monday. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. See you, man. Josh Nelson of Sox Machine. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll go to Soldier Field. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.